0: One and all, two radio trivia podcast edition. This is episode seventy-two, and we have Iron Man Zach Miller with us.
1: I got it done.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know why this always seems to happen. Um, <laughs> you, you do two uh, NWR podcasts to get the third free. So um, <laughs> that's right. Anyway, uh, it's going to be. We got a really good lineup, actually, um, if I may say so myself. Zach knows. About half of the lineup. He selected about half of it, and, and I picked some too. So, um, ah, you know how to play. Let's just oh, get yeah. going. Start.
1: I think this is Mega Man 8.
0: Was <laughs> that the one on the PlayStation?
1: Uh, Yeah, PlayStation and Saturn.
0: Yeah. I played all of, like, um, I don't know, one level of that before I ran away screaming. <laughs> that must have been one, as soon as I heard some of the voice acting, I'm like, oh, yeah.
1: And the cutscenes are abysmal.
0: Yeah.
1: There's a little girl voicing Mega Man.
0: Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I must have blocked that out of my memory. I I, tr- I briefly tried it out when I was checking out that collection. Right. So,
1: the game itself isn't bad if you mute it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, mute a Mega Man game? That's horrible. <laughs> so many other Mega Man game me. Could... Anyway, this is not Mega Man Eight. So no, no. You guys don't have to worry about that. Looking for a question?
1: I bet they are. Shall I provide one? Please. All right. What three prehistoric animals can the player find in this game? And don't worry, they're not dinosaurs.
0: <laughs> I was worried for a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. That's all for game one. Mm Mm-hmm. So, what game is this, Zach?
1: This is Endless Ocean 2.
0: Right. uh, The subtitle is Blue World. Blue World, right. And this is a fairly recent Wii game. Um, Obviously, the sequel to the... I don't know if I would say super popular, but successful... um, Yeah. Endless Ocean. Um,
1: Successful enough that they made a sequel.
0: Yeah. I I mean, for some reason, I was thinking the series was known for not having good music, but this music sounds pretty good. Yeah, it is. Um, it's very uh strange. Well, I mean is the issue that like you have the same music playing for most of the game because you're exploring the ocean or No,
1: it it switches up based on what part of the world you're in. The first tune was in the Amazon.
0: Okay. So if you're if you're diving in the Amazon, how long is a dive?
1: Uh dive it, it varies based on what your dive level is and what, how much what how good your equipment is cuz you can hold so much air mm-hmm. um, so a dive usually lasts 10
0: 12 15 minutes and so the same song is playing for 15 minutes yes Ah, yes. so that's why people complain about the sound <laughs> um, yeah but it,
1: i don't i really don't mind it at all i think it's pretty good
0: does this game have the play from the sd card feature or was that taken out in the sequel
1: boy i've never experienced it so i can't i couldn't tell you
0: I mean, because I know the original one, one really famous thing about the game is that it allowed you to play MP3 songs. Um, oh, you know, a I think you can do
1: that in the second one too. Yeah. Yeah. Right, but
0: I think I recall. I never played the game, but I remember the complaints being that you chose the song won you wanted your dive, and then you heard the same song for that 15 minutes. Oh, <laughs> well, that could be
1: the case. Yeah. So if you're if you're playing a song that lasts two minutes long, it just repeats over and over again.
0: I think that was the issue, yes.
1: I can see that um, getting old.
0: But uh, the idea, what's the idea behind this game? Is it kind of open for exploration, or is it more mission-based?
1: Well, it's um, it's initially mission-based. It's, it's weird. It's one of those quest games where each quest doesn't take more than a few minutes, mm-hmm. but there are so many quests layered on top of each other that, you know, you go on one part of the ocean, and your main quest is to observe a polar bear. Well, yeah. while you're there, you may as well try and scope out every kind of animal you can to fill up your notebook, mm-hmm. and, hey, why don't we sca- uh, salvage some things to sell to this woman who's going to give me money to let me buy more things? Nice. You know, so so every dive, you go in with a, you know, one goal in mind, but within about ten minutes, you've forgotten what that goal is.
0: And, and does does the game do a good job of keeping track of what your various goals are, or... Yeah, it, it does. There's get?
1: there's a little logbook that tells you what you're supposed to be doing. Okay, well, that's good.
0: Yeah. Okay, it's, so so it's mission based, but there's a lot of open endedness within any yeah. in individual mission.
1: And it's really okay. the kind of game where I feel the same way about Wind Waker. You know, you, just one more thing. You know, I'm just going to do this one more thing and then go to bed. <laughs> yeah. And then it's three in the morning.
0: So would you say it's a little bit like Pilot Wings Underwater, or does it have hmm. a different feel?
1: Yeah, a little bit. Sure, why not? Pile Wing sixty four.
0: Yeah, Pile Wing sixty four yeah. underwater I might.
1: Yeah, a little it. bit. It's a little more content heavy, but yeah, I, that's a good comparison.
0: Okay, that's cool.
1: Um, Try it out if you haven't tried it. It's it's a very no, relaxing game.
0: Okay. Um, now the question is: is what prehistoric, three prehistoric uh, animals can you find in the game? Uh, are they fossils or are they actual?
1: They're actual living fossils. I mean, they're dead in real life.
0: Right, in but in the game, they're, they're, they're survived. Game okay, and so what are they?
1: They are Chimeroceras, which is a giant uh, orthoconic cephalopod. And if you don't know what that is, it's like a squid that has on its back half a, a very elongate uh, uh, cone shaped shell. Okay. And then Anomalocaris, which is the one I like the most, is. Uh, Way back from the Cambrian, it's a little uh, wavy-looking critter with big tentacles on its on the front of its face. Uh, and then the third one is just a generalized elasmosaur that they call a sea serpent in the game. But, uh, you know, elasmosaur plesiosaurus, maybe?
0: I don't Loch- know anything about that. Loch Ness thing. Monster. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So is that a prehistoric, or is that more fictional?
1: No, it's pretty... I mean, they... When, when people think of the Loch Ness Monster, what they're imagining is a plesiosaur. I see. And you see a plesiosaur in the game.
0: And, and plesiosaurs are not dinosaurs. No, they're not. They're closer
1: right. to turtles.
0: All right. Well, there you go. Um, I wonder how they decided on, on those animals. I do, too, of- but I'm
1: glad they used uh, obscure taxa.
0: You know, they could mm. have gone the really easy route and did
1: ichthyosaurs, you know, or chronosaurs or uh, you know the guys no, we that know, what are in, you're talking about, Zach. you know the walking with <laughs> dinosaurs things that everyone loves yeah. but they chose these more obscure animals and I appreciate that
0: and so, and so they, uh, when you take a picture of them they use their Latin name is that
1: well the first two yeah but the Elasmosaurus just comes up as a sea serpent oh okay which is weird it's like they couldn't decide which taxa to use
0: well uh endless ocean maybe there are more or, or are you sure that you, you've seen them all? Oh, no, maybe I haven't.
1: According according to what I've read, those are the three. Okay.
0: All right, well, that's Endless Ocean, uh, Blue World, the sequel. Um, would you say the sequel's a lot better than the first game?
1: I didn't play the first game, but Neil tells me it is a lot better. And no prior knowledge is required to play the sequel.
0: Yeah, well, what is there to it? Diving and exploring, exactly. right? <laughs> you, is, is your area of exploration <laughs> restricted?
1: Um, not really. Uh, some of the areas are bigger than others, uh, and, you know, if you try and go off the map, it says the current is too strong.
0: Okay, so it is restricted. Okay. It is, but... So it's, it's, like, it's like Wind Waker going off the map there. It says, oh, can't go there. Yeah, exactly. The winds are too strong, or whatever it was. Yeah, but there's <laughs>
1: enough subquests that you don't really need to go off the map.
0: All right, that's good. On to game two. Huzzah. any ideas? I know it's only the first song. Uh
1: I, I'm confused and befuddled and dizzy and
0: good. And there are a lot of emotions there. Well, to be fair on the first uh the first game it sounded like it was from the Hobbit or something, but uh <laughs> So always listen to all three before you make your final guess. Yeah. Not that we're really keeping score in this format. <laughs> all right, course. on to game 2, uh song 2. Yeah. Game 2. All right, Zach, here's your question. All right. It's my question for you. Yes. This game's samurai-themed minigame is similar to what other minigame from an earlier entry in this series? So that's a pretty big hint. I think I
1: know what the game is now.
0: All right, Zach, tell me you know this game.
1: Oh, I know this game. I was recently playing this game. What game is it? Well, you know, after the second song, I thought, this is a Kirby game. Mm-hmm. And I was just trying to figure out which one. And then your question uh, made me realize the answer is Kirby's Superstar.
0: Indeedly, doodly, 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 <laughs> It he, is Kirby's Superstar. It's Kirby interesting
1: Superstar. to me that, you know, that second song... Uh, a lot of Kirby games, you know, they're very lighthearted. Ultimately, yeah. but they try to inject some, you know, some moodier elements in. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and that second song is diagnostic of that.
0: Yeah. Yep. Uh, and uh, you were hot on the money. Uh, so uh, yeah, this is Kirby Superstar, which is um, certainly one of the most loved Kirby games. Um, great. It, it is a really good game. Um, I mean, I recently replayed it when I uh, reviewed the uh, DS port of this, and mm. uh, it, it, it holds up pretty well. It, uh, it, it's a little easier than I remembered or a little shorter than I remembered, but it, it's chock full of fun, and um, and most of the game can be played with the, the uh, second player. So it, it really is a lot of fun and has a lot of lastability because of that.
1: Is the DS um, game a straight port?
0: Pretty much, um, they have some new modes, but they're really contrived. They, they're basically remixes of some of the other main games. Cool. Really disappointing. It's it's a signature like Tosei type type stuff. I don't know if Tosei made this game or not, port, but uh, it's the sort of thing you would expect from a company like Tosei porting a good game and then adding a little bit on top. Yeah. Um, so, um, but the core gameplay is the same. The music sounds a little bit off, but. Still pretty good, um, and the controls are great. You know, it's Kirby Superstar. So um, the, the the really neat thing about Kirby Superstars it has the easily the most interesting variety of power-ups. Um, oh yeah. Now, I mean, uh, Kirby 64 has an interesting combo system, but uh, in terms of raw power-ups, this this game's more interesting. And each power-up pretty Much has at least three different things you can do with it versus yeah. in a lot of other Kirby games, including subsequent Kirby games. It's really like one or two moves, um, like some of them have like eight different moves depending on the direction and mm-hmm. whether they're in the air or on the ground. Or um, There's some lot, a lot of really fun stuff. Uh, the only problem is that largely uh, it just sort of for fun, uh, there you can use whatever you want. Pretty much, there isn't like this puzzle solving. Uh, right, which they tried to do some with um, Amazing Mirror. Uh, they, they tried to inject I a never little bit of that, that one. Uh, puzzle solving with that. So that, that one was good too. It, but once again, it kind of borrowed from Kirby Superstar, but didn't um, borrowed multiple ways. But it didn't have this really crazy power up system with, with tons of different moves per power up. Um, but what it did have was this Metroidvania style level design, which was kind of an offshoot of uh, the Great Cave Offensive which is from oh, yeah. Kirby Superstar which that's a good one it's a good one it wasn't as good as I had remembered it being when I replayed it the l- level design is a little bit oh I don't know First. like the last area of Smash Brothers Brawl <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does have that, that. feeling um, but it's still a lot of fun and um, the hunting for all the treasures at least is is, uh, is an enjoyable task yeah well. um, and there, actually, you do have to use the power-ups a little bit to to get everything, so maybe, maybe I take back a little bit. Oh. But uh, one one I think, the, the the best modes that they really uh, fell flat on in this game is Milky Way Wishes, which um, has a very different structure. The idea is that once you get a power-up, it's yours whenever you want. it. You just go to the Start menu. That's right. And you select it. So, to me, it seemed like they could have really done a lot of this, well, you find this power-up, which... It lets you access this new area, and it could have been really interesting, but instead it was pretty haphazard and sort of a well, you got to click them all to beat the game. Right. So, um, but still, Kirby Superstar is really fun. And the interesting thing is that uh, even though it just came out in like 2008 on the DS, it's already out on Virtual Console in 2009. So, right. um, it should be on its way sometime this year. I don't know why they're sitting on it. Maybe the sales of the DS game are still reasonable or something here. I don't know. I can't imagine um, that's the case. I don't think so. It was kind of a, a big burst of people wanted to buy it and then uh, it faded away. So, um, But yeah, so actually I think I'd recommend waiting for that uh, if you want to play this game because it'll be a lot easier to do the multiplayer. Um, the extra features in the DS game really... Aren't of much value, so you're better off getting like the eight dollar Kirby game, yeah, um, with the easier multiplayer. So, and, and slightly better music, but still, like I said, it's um, it's a really cool game, and uh, one of the mini games in, the, in it is uh, this mode where, uh, I guess it's, I want to call it quick draw because that's what I know it that's as it from is, Kirby yeah. Kirby's Adventure, but it's uh, I guess like Samurai Showdown or something. I, I don't, I don't know what they call it. But um, I should have looked it up and written it down. But it is just I think like the samurai show. Okay, but uh, the idea is that you wait for a noise and something to pop up on the screen, and then you tap A's fast as you can, um, and the first person to tap wins the round. So it's quick draw. Uh, yeah, and I, that may have been reprised in another GBA yeah, game. Yeah, I too. seem to
1: think I seem to recall it being somewhere else too.
0: I mean, I don't know, but, uh... Oh,
1: I know, it was in the, um, the remake of, uh... Oh, Lord. Of uh, Kirby's Adventure? Yes. The remake of, <laughs> And that's a really good remake, too.
0: It is. Uh, I own the Japanese version of that GBA game, actually. Um, nice. And, and and that game's really neat because uh, there's an extra mode with Meta Knight, where it's kind of like right. a time attack, which I thought was really cool. Um... Because you can play through the game, especially when you're not going for all the secrets, and in, in under an hour, so it, it can be a lot of fun to just sort of sit down and and time trial it.
1: And Meta Knight's badass.
0: Yeah, he's pretty badass. At least in that game. I, I don't like him in brawl, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, in, in Super uh, Kirby Nightmare and Dreamland, he's he's pretty cool. That's the GBA game. Um, any other thoughts on on Superstar? I mean, it, it interests a lot. There were a lot of it really kind of changed the look and feel for. For the Kirby games. Like I said, well, it's true, but really more for the handheld games. They, they really curved yeah. heavily from. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the subsequent games were like Kirby's Dreamland Three, which had a very different kind of pastel look. Oh, that's true. Um, I didn't really
1: like that look. I appreciated the hand drawn look, but I didn't especially care for the sprite work.
0: You didn't like the Squiggle Vision? No, <laughs> yeah, cool. they, they yeah. were
1: trying to pull off Yoshi's Island and do it.
0: Yeah, eh, it's okay. And, and Kirby sixty four is much closer to Dreamland three in terms of yeah. style than, than uh, Superstar. That's true. Um, yeah, Superstar was was the angry face Kirby for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was I'm trying so to have more of an. He he's definitely was going for more of an edge in Superstar. Um, and uh, I like to see them try something like that again, but uh, it, it seems like Hal uh, has lost its momentum on Kirby games. So, they, they, the, the game quality went south now they're just not making them anymore.
1: Where's so, our GameCube Kirby game?
0: I don't know. It's now our Wii Kirby game. <laughs> 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 yeah. Anyway, um, this was uh, requested by Megabyte, but uh, of course, a lot of people like this game. and um, Including me. Um, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I'd say it's my favorite Kirby game just because I have a real soft spot for Kirby's Adventure. The yeah, NES that's my version. favorite too. Uh, you got to play the NES version though, because the secrets are a little harder to find in that one. Oh yeah, the, yeah. The sprites—they they help you too much in the GPA game.
1: Oh, I've got it on the Virtual Console. I've played through it yeah. many times.
0: That was kind of the definitive Kirby game that introduced the the copy ability, really. So yeah, it was that's uh, that's where it's at, folks. UFO power for the win! Oh yeah, that one's great. Uh, we're going on so many stupid tangents here that we're going go to go into this game three. <laughs> And this one was uh, requested by Jeremy Hawley from Huntsville, Alabama, also known as Sungelos in the forum.
1: Oh. <laughs> I think it's let's tap.
0: Oh god, now I have the song stuck in my head.
1: (laughs) It's hard not to have that song stuck in your head. (laughs)
0: one's a little more peaceful. A little pippier. You think so? Yeah, a little happier. I guess it's not as dark. You're right. Yeah. yeah. All these songs are blurring in my head. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So what kind of candy is prominently featured in this game? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Zach thinks he knows this game. This is one of my
1: favorite Wii games. What is it? It is a boy and his blob.
0: It is, and Zach, you are hot today. That's two out of the two out of three games so far that you figured out. And the three other out one of was three well, games. Well, one of them you selected, but oh well, yeah, I uh, guess <laughs> I'm right, saying right. that these he, these Kirby and a boy and his blob uh, I selected, and, and Zach had no idea, right. and uh, he is hot. So um, that's why they I call it the hot seat. It's a hot seat, yeah. But uh, I had a suspicion that Zach had played this game because uh, Neil, was it Neil or Andy reviewed it? Andy reviewed it. Andy reviewed and, it, but, um, but Neil and
1: I played it too, and
0: we all right, it. It, Yeah, it's, um, I have not had a chance to play it. I, I've only played it at E3 uh, very briefly, obviously hmm. not the best uh, setting. I, I thought it looked kind of static. I mean, the the background seemed kind of beautiful, but lifeless. Is that... Is that fair? Or was I making that No, early, that is early, that uh... is fair.
1: Uh, the whole, but the whole game has kind of a melancholy quality to it. Um, the The world is kind of barren, and it's because of this evil, mm-hmm. evil thing that's overtaking it. Mm-hmm. It's okay. your job to save the world, and, and uh, I, I really love the art direction in the game. It's it's so it's so simple,
0: but mm-hmm. emotive. Yeah, like no, when, you the, hug, when you hug the blob you're just so happy oh yes, everyone mentions the hug button <laughs> I'm so sick of hearing about the freaking hug button I'm sorry <laughs> but uh, the game has excellent art direction I, I think maybe it was on a little bit of a budget so um, it's, it's a little static I mean, uh, another game like this in terms of art style in some ways is Orioland Shake It and I, I, think oh, it's a more, I think it's a little, little more dynamic than, than Boy and His Blob oh yeah uh, environmental animation and stuff like that, um, but
1: that's another really fantastic game from an art direction perspective.
0: Well, it's a good game, period. I mean, I, yeah, I, it is. And anyone who says otherwise doesn't know crap about video games, as far as I'm Not concerned, well. um, <laughs> or at least 2D video games. Um, some people were saying it, they were upset because it wasn't like Wario Land 4, oh, but no. uh, yeah, Wario Land 4 can cram it down. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Mario's ass. you Uh, (laughs) 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 go. I don't know. What would Wario do with a bad Wario game? (laughs)
1: Uh, (laughs) He'd
0: say, do it yourself. That's right. He'd say, well, here's a game. If you don't like it, make (laughs) it (laughs) yourself. And he did that. Anyway, um, back to the actual game at hand, Boy and His Blob. So uh, the gameplay is um, obviously you you have your blob and, and you feed it. Jelly beans, and depending on the level, there's a different variety of jelly beans you can feed it. Um, and unlike the NES original, which I did have a chance to play, unfortunately, oh, sorry. Um, it, it's uh, you have unlimited jelly beans, and there's some sort of direction given to you uh, as to how to go about using set well, jelly
1: beans. Sort of. It's it's more like you only you start each stage with a different set of jelly beans, so you kind of know what's coming. Right, and, and, and you can try of, them all. That sort of disappointed me. You know, I would have liked to have had all my jelly beans at all times so I could experiment. But, you know, when you start a level with only, like, the bouncy ball jelly bean and the ladder, mm-hmm. you, you kind of know what's coming.
0: Yeah, well, I kind of agree with you. I mean, you want to be creative and everything, but at the same time... Um, the original did that and it was an absolute failure so Hmm. um, I can see why they wanted to limit themselves I I think maybe a way of finding a compromise would have been to have a few levels at the beginning like that and then open it up or maybe have a hint system where um, maybe they slowly edge you into which one you should be using I don't know by contextually highlighting certain one well they do do that or, there will be
1: in the beginning of the, the game or when you're being introduced to new jelly beans there will be a a, a signpost with mm-hmm. that particular jelly bean painted okay. on it well that's
0: like, telling you outright I mean it is. that's I don't know if that's because they didn't have the the resources or Uh, Experience or whatever to to figure out how to make everything context sensitive and time based. Yeah. Or maybe they just didn't want to focus on that in terms of the resources. I don't know. But I mean, you look at a game like Metroid, which is very open and and they have a hint system that eventually is like, hmm, you seem kind of lost. Maybe you want to go this way. You know? So they, they could have done something like that. It might have been more difficult given that the. What you're supposed to be doing changes quite frequently I imagine it in a point blob yeah um, so it's not like a metro it's like well here's your new destination go there right
1: um, you know so, the only the only thing I don't like about points blob is the uh, when you throw jelly beans because you can throw them and it, it doesn't tell you you can throw the jelly beans but you can <laughs> if you hold down the throw button and then use the stick to direct it uh, okay. you can throw it but some of sometimes you got to throw it so perfectly. Uh, mm-hmm. It it really becomes more frustrating than anything else.
0: And do you think that's a, kind of a technical issue of how they implemented like the collision, or I think, it, goes uh, yeah, I, I just
1: think it's kind of bad, broken. for design. You know, there will be times where you accidentally throw the bean off a cliff, and yeah. then the blob is like, "Ooh, jelly bean!" and he goes <laughs> flying down the cliff, and then he's gone. And mean, and you can scroll down to where the blob is, and oh well, he's a he's doing what he's supposed to do, but you can't do anything about it. So you have to call the blob three times, and each time the boy's like, Blob, hey, come here, and it's really annoying. But eventually the blob turns into a bl- balloon and floats up back up to your position, yeah, and you can fail again.
0: Yeah, that that sounds real buggy. Um... Yeah, so I suspect that they just didn't have the programmatic resources to to, um, to fix that kind of stuff. And obviously, they'd rather fix big bugs than, sure. than put it in a hint system that's really robust. So uh, that makes sense. Then, um, But but the music is, is pretty good. Yeah. Um, the, the art design overall is really good. Um, but what about the boss battles? I've, I've heard mixed things about the they're, boss battles. They're very epic, say that. Are, are they tedious, or are they fun, or...? They're... Uh, the boss battles that, I haven't
1: beaten the game yet, but the boss battles that I've experienced tend to be frustrating, because they're very, um... Uh, you have to do things in a, a specific order, and you mm-hmm. have to do them very precisely. So if you screw up, you start all the way back over at the beginning. And And the second boss, I think it was the second boss, it's like a big leopard... Um, no, it's not a leopard. That's well screw it. The, the, uh, the second boss, he's jumping around a cavern, and if he even brushes against you, you die. And he can jump through the floor up towards you.
0: So, so you, if like one pixel brushes against you, you're dead. You're dead. <laughs> and you
1: have to you have to very monotonously throw the bean at the right spot to turn the blob into a rock, and then he you push the rock down on the boss, and that kind of hurts him, but if the boss, you know, it, while you're pushing the rock, you're very slow, and the boss is jumping around, so it's, it was frustrating.
0: Well, some of that's probably by design. You want you to feel kind of helpless. I mean, you're just a little kid, right? Exactly, but, but, uh, but helpless but to the point it. of you know, I had to try that boss like 12 times. Yeah, Yeah. sounds like there's some issues with how they implemented the, the whatever, collision detection, or the because cause the jelly beans sound like you have to be pixel perfect. Uh, uh, just hitting a boss sounds like you have to be a pixel perfect. It, it sounds like this is a little buggy. I mean, yeah, like they're,
1: they're, 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 I've heard they're talking about making a sequel, and I hope they fix the problems yeah, with
0: it. I, I'm sure they're aware of those problems. They probably yeah. said, look, we know where our priorities have to be, and uh, fixing all this stuff, just you know, the resources. I mean, That's they true. just go publish it. They're not a terribly big publisher, so... I can't think they had a huge
1: budget for this game. No,
0: I can't imagine either.
1: I think it was a very small team, too.
0: Yeah. Anyway, uh, that was uh, Buena's blob. That's uh, Way Forward Technologies, right?
1: Yeah, someday they'll release Shantae DSi.
0: Yeah, I thought that would have been out by now. Um, It isn't yet? No. I don't don't have a DSi. It was supposed to come out last year and then
1: first quarter 2010 and still not here. Kind of like Castlevania Rebirth.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, you can look forward to that then. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll move on to a, another game that has been released. Um, I promise you. <laughs> Make
1: it stop.
0: You don't like it? No. You don't like it at all, huh? I
1: really don't. It sounds like an awful karaoke game.
0: (laughs) Aww. I guess they should have chosen a different song then. Maybe. (laughs) Oh, well. Well, you can live and learn. Painful? That was a little
1: better towards the wow. end there.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I'm trying to go for variety here, and I, I guess I should have just gone for a lot of really awesome songs. <laughs> and uh, I like that. So I like that one. I yeah, think that it's, one was really a interesting. Idea. Um, here's a question for you. What is the name of the police force's flagship mascot in this game? Hmm. Um, I don't know if I'm torturing you at this point or not. That but, one is pretty good. Uh, all right. Okay. Good. Phew. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Do you have any idea what game this is?
1: Oh, and well, I'm sad about that because I was doing so well.
0: Oh yeah, it would have been three out of three, really. Um, this is Ace Attorney Investigations. Oh. Miles yeah. Edgeworth, um, the non Phoenix Wright, Phoenix Wright game. Um, in is fact, this the they one they make
1: I've a. No, oh, I played uh, Apollo Justice.
0: If. if yeah, well, that's that really the non-Phoenix. Well, Phoenix Wright is in that game. Uh, sure. Miles, in Miles Edwards' game, they go well out of their way to avoid showing his likeness. They have allusions to him a couple of times, that's it. Hmm. It's more like, what would that guy do, kind of thing. <laughs> so, like, hmm, what would he do if he were in this situation? That's sort of what... The extent of what they do there, um, but uh, Miles Edgeworth does have have a lot of little callbacks to the previous entries in the, in the series, and that's that's fun for the longtime fans. Um, Miles, you know, I don't think it's all that different of game from from the other Phoenix Wright games. I mean, ultimately you're, you're exploring and pressing people and finding contradictions in their testimony, and you know, it has goofy characters and and things like that. Um, but what this game does a little better is, I think, the pacing is a little better because instead of having these long, drawn-out um, uh, exploration yeah. and then and then the really fun trials, it's really mixed up a little more. And the exploration is pretty confined. I mean, what what it does is it has a third-person view, kind of like um, you're you're doing a King's Quest game or, or something like oh. that. And uh, but you're really confined to one area at a time until you you find all the things you need to find and talk to all the people you need to talk to. So, so it's with the same thing
1: from different perspective.
0: It's the same thing with different perspective and instead of wandering back and forth between a lot of different screens it's all one, it's pretty much all one screen and you're looking at some crannies within that screen, which is more interesting in general. Yeah. Um, and it isn't as mind-bogglingly confusing. Sometimes you're like well how do I get back to this place and all you have is a mental map of what rooms connect to what other room, and right. in, in, in the old style. So I think it's a good change, but it's very much a small iterative change, not a not something totally um, earth breaking. Right. It's certainly very linear still. I forget what so. s- what system this is for. This is for the DS. Okay. Um, yeah. Just like um, the rest of them. Just like the rest of them. Although um, one reason I selected this is that the third one was just released on uh, WiiWare. Which, that's right. Uh, which is great news because that—that's actually my favorite one. Um, the first one has the best translation, but I think overall the third one is the best, most well-rounded of, of all the Ace Attorney games. Sure. Um, but uh, Miles Edgeworth is, is a solid one. It's certainly uh, middle of the pack. Um, there's some interesting plot, as as uh, pretty good music. There are a lot of good songs. I I'd say once again the, the third one has the best music, but. Um, it's still a lot of fun, and uh, definitely something to check out if you like uh, if you like the other games in the series. Cool. Now, if you if you don't like the other games in the series, this this isn't going to do it for you. I mean, it's very much more the same. It's interactive graphic novel, <laughs> uh, very linear. There're situations where it's like, no, this piece of evidence should should be fine, but no, you got to present this other thing first. And, cool. You know, uh, it does. It's a little better about that in some ways, but. Um, in the end, it's very much, you know, building on top of its predecessors. But that's that's not a bad thing as far as I'm concerned. Um, and, and some people complain that Miles Edgeworth isn't that good as a protagonist. I remember reading in the forums, some people were saying, well, Ma- Edgeworth doesn't work well as a protagonist because he's too suave or whatever. I think it's funny because he's suave, but he's dealing with imbeciles. and uh, And when he makes a mistake, he has to kind of it off, because you're going to make mistakes as him, right? So he's like, I meant to do that. Uh-huh. So. Was, was,
1: he the, was he the prosecution um, in Apollo Justice? Or am I thinking
0: something somebody um, else? No, uh, Miles Edgeworth is the primary prosecutor in the very first one. Um, I think he makes an appearance maybe in, in the fourth one. If the fourth one is the only one you played, you may not know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, and, and unfortunately, if you've only played the fourth one, I'd say that's one of the worst ones. That's what people uh,
1: I, on the forum say. It,
0: it's not, it's still not bad. I, I liked it, but they, they said it's um, not a good introduction to the series. Exactly, it isn't because there are some callbacks, and you won't appreciate those. And it's not the most gripping of the stories. So, yeah, um, yeah I, check it out on Wii. I mean, ch- check yeah. out the first one on Wii. It's it's what ten bucks plus another dollar if you want the extra. One of episodes, I think. So, right, yeah, that, that's certainly worth that. Um, so, uh, Ace Attorney, you know, I love it. Um, I'm such a tool for this series. <laughs> I have to use every single one eventually. It's been out for a couple of months, uh, Miles Edgeworth. So, um, good times. Indeed. Um, definitely fan service on that one. Um, so, if you're a fan of Edgeworth, you probably already own it. But if you haven't checked it out yet, check it out. One last game here, and it is a Zach request. Heck yeah. Well, you know what? I didn't answer the question. Oh, that's um, right. You didn't. So, one of the callbacks um, is, is to the very first... Well, it's the first Phoenix Fright, but it's from the new episode um, that they introduced on the DS and and brought to the Wii. Hmm. And um, it's the, the policeman's... The police... Station's mascot uh, for this world that they've created is the blue badger, who's um, blue and his head kind of looks like a police badge, but he's <laughs> oh. he's a supposedly a badger. I see, I see what they're um, going for here. Yeah, double so, meaning. Yeah. So, um, and, and and there's, a, well, I, I won't spoil it, but there is a callback to the blue badger in this game.
1: You know, badgers are vicious, vicious animals.
0: Well, not in this game. (laughs) For the most part. Yeah. It's a short loop, I know.
1: Yeah, I think I can guess what system it's on.
0: You have to guess?
1: (laughs) Yes, I do. I've already forgotten what it is.
0: Oh, Lord. I think you've requested this game twice. (laughs) Really? Twice?
1: I thought it was only the once. Well, all right.
0: Ask this question. I'm going to ask you to ask this question. (laughs) No, this game doesn't sound nearly as good as I remember. Yeah, I was going to comment on that.
1: Okay, so here's your question. Uh, What Arctic Pinniped is completely out of place as a boss in this game?
0: the uh, rose-tinted glasses of uh, nostalgia yeah. have, uh, have uh, distorted how, how good the music is in your mind. I it's expect,
1: not bad. I expect better of Capcom.
0: Yeah, well, you know, one thing this does have is a really freaking awesome rendition of Under the Sea, and so I'm, I'm going to do something a little different and play that for you right now to make up for oh, that. Oh, yes.
1: Well, I'd like to hear that.
0: Whole freaking song. Yeah, it is.
1: That must be the end, <laughs> end credits or something.
0: Uh, actually, it's, I don't know. It's either the end credits or the title screen. I mean, hmm. you'd probably play something recognizable at the beginning, like "Oh yeah, this is a Little Mermaid game." Look at that, <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> I don't, I don't think there are any other songs from the movie in the game. I don't know if oh, there's a licensing so. issue or, or what. But um, yeah, so. <laughs> So this is a little mermaid. Now, now you guys believe me. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so, so I, I have heard good things about this game. I, I never tried it as a kid. So, uh, what what's the game like? Um, what's the gameplay? It's not really a platformer, is it? I mean, no,
1: it's it's more like a shooter, side scrolling shooter. You uh, you're aerial, of course, and you swim around um, and you whack can spit, or not really spit, but you whip your tail and bubbles come out of your tail and uh, they encase enemies, kind of like in Bubble Bobble. And then you can grab the bubble and toss it at other enemies, kind of like Mario with a shell.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. And
1: you can toss them in four directions, you know, down, left, and right.
0: So is this um, like an auto-scrolling level or is it more like a running gun? If I, were, gun. if I
1: recall, it's it's more swimming gun. Okay. Although I think there might have been one or two sequences that were auto
0: scrolling. Okay. All right. So so it's it's sort of a platform, an underwater platformer. So yeah. What you would expect out of something. And it's like,
1: very easy. Very. Easy. Oh, okay.
0: Because I was going to say that description makes it sound like a hardcore game. That like I no, I don't want to sound like I'm pigeonholing this game, but like if it's the Little Mermaid. You would think that it's sort of targeted at at a younger audience oh, yeah. and, and trying to aim more towards you know girls. You know, girls like Ariel. I like Ariel too. But I like Ariel. Y- you know, my point is this isn't like um, even like Chip and Dale, which, which obviously yeah. caters a little more to the guys, right? Yeah, it's In a tougher game, the, much tougher uh, yeah. game. So okay, no, this, so this is a little more laid back. Even the bosses are really easy. Okay, okay, so it's a little more laid back. Um, all right, but. uh, but it's well balanced and, and fun.
1: It is. I I, I enjoyed it. So or so I enjoyed it.
0: Maybe, okay. So maybe not so, for the music. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so is it closer to Starfy in difficulty or Kirby in difficulty or oh, what, I'd that kind say, of a thing, or is it a little harder?
1: I'd say the, or the the Game Boy Kirby's.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I just realized uh, there are a couple of threads in this uh, this whole lineup we've had. We've had two underwater games that's or, right or ocean themed games we have had two possibly three cutesy games i don't know if you'd call a little mermaid a, a cutesy <laughs> i would game, but, i would all the but, bad guys uh, look adorable yeah okay and um and two capcom games yeah <laughs> so, well. yeah so there's some there's some threads that tie a lot of these games tonight together um so that's how my mind works sometimes three degrees but. of separation <laughs> That's right. So, uh you could be Phoenix Wright if you want. <laughs> 7 degrees of separation. <laughs> Only 7 degrees of separation away from Phoenix Wright. <laughs> Objection. <laughs> so, um I thought this was a really awesome lineup and uh Oh, I we got to answer for... the question. Ah, oh, jeez. You're, you're such a stickler for rules. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so a uh, little mermaid here. Um the question was uh, which boss doesn't really make sense without out of place for uh for a tropical environment, I assume.
1: Right. Well, the the whole level is is kind of out of place, but the boss in particular. Uh, it's okay, a well, walrus.
0: Okay. So what is the level
1: theme then? The level theme is is. Gen- it must be the Arctic Ocean, but there's not really any ice until you get to the boss, and he's standing on ice. And he throws. Okay. He throws and, shells and, and at you. you.
0: But Ariel lives in a tropical climate. Clearly. She
1: does. Yes.
0: So that okay. was a little weird. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, and he throws okay. shells, and you put them in bubbles, and throw oh, them at him, and he dies quickly.
0: Yep. All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> all right. So uh, uh, you should have said objection when when uh when we didn't answer the question, Oh, that, yeah. that was kind of a see now uh, my mind's going to. <sighs> okay. Well, uh, it's uh we've had a healthy episode, so let's uh let's wrap things up. Uh, thanks. Zach for uh, co-hosting, picking some good games here. Thanks for having and, me, completing uh, my Iron Man. That's right, now, now you can like uh, prepare for the next next round in, in five months or <laughs> however frequently you, you wind up doing this. That's right. Um, and keep sending in your, your requests. I, I love your requests so uh, you can send them to typ at nintendoworldreport.com or you can use the, the form link that uh, I, I link from the, the page for, for the podcast. And uh, if you like it, like the podcast, write us on iTunes, talk to us and uh, talk back. I, you know, I love to, to read your comments and, and thoughts on the selections, the songs, um, whether you agree with us or, or not on on whatever our banter on the games. So um, please check that out. Check out Zach on uh, the newscast. What's yep. uh, what's the latest on the newscast, Zach? It is
1: uh, the latest. It's bi-weekly. We just... Recorded. Andy just put up last last episode on Sunday, and, and he's not on. It, but Pedro is, so it's Pedro, me, and and Neil.
0: And all uh, right. And uh, what, what's uh, what's Tom. the big discussion? Do you have a? Are you, are you currently playing a game together or? Oh, you mean like Game Club? Yeah, Game Club. No, we're giving
1: that a break for a while. Not just because there are no good uh, DS uh, WiiWare games out right now, but also we're a little burned out. And ah, besides, okay. I was I was playing Metroid Two all week. Or the last ah, few weeks, for uh, RFN,
0: that's right. If you have not checked out RFN yet, as I as we mentioned, uh, Zach is on all of the recent podcasts. So, uh, oh. if if, uh, if you want his thoughts on Metroid Two and uh, Metroid Universe in, in general, um, and and how Metroid Two is, is like the what of of the it, Metroid series, it's the, the
1: Australopithecine mm-hmm. of uh, Metroids. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, so whatever he said. Check out the podcast. Have you played Melty <laughs> Two board. Mike? Yes, um, and I kind of didn't like it playing it a second time. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah I-, I loved it the first time, and that was after I'd played uh, Fusion. But, oh, uh, really? Wow, that's cool. Yeah, but uh, I played so many more games in that style since then that I just can't go back. Oh, to it.
1: yeah, a little burned Whoa. out, I suppose.
0: Little burned out, um, but uh, play Order of Ecclesia. Yeah, that's good. I think we are. I think we already covered that. Sure. Yes, last time. <laughs> All right, we're definitely uh, killing time now. So, bye everyone. Adiós. ocean blue world is copyright 2009 2010 nintendo arika kirby Superstars copyright 1995 1996 hal laboratory nintendo a boy in his blob is copyright 2009 medesco way forward ace attorney investigations miles edgeworth is copyright 2009 capcom the little mermaid is copyright 1991 disney capcom